Are we ready, spaghetti? Oh, we are ready, spaghetti. <laughs> Girl, how are you? I am exhausted. And I took a nap today and I'm still exhausted. Yo, so honestly, fun. me too. Tired, tired, tired. And <laughs> look what's happening here. Is it women supporting women? <laughs> yes. And so- also... <laughs> that was really a great, a great segue. Incredible but, uh, segue. We so, are I'd Kill a Spider for You, Catherine. Yes, I I was about to get there. <laughs> Welcome everyone to I'd Kill a Spider for You. My name is Catherine. And I'm Carmen. And this is our bi-weekly podcast where we talk about whatever we like. Mm-hmm. And this week, we're just going to get right into it. We are going to be talking about women supporting women, especially in spaces where we need to be protected from men or... Terrible humans. <laughs> um supported in uh, relationships with men so we're gonna be getting into that mm-hmm. um this is basically like the sisterhood episode this of is the traveling, traveling pants of the traveling pants mm-hmm. yeah um, <laughs> very millennial of us to do. very i listen i have said Peak before I'll say again we opened this podcast with are you ready spaghetti <laughs> couldn't be more millennial we could, might as well true. say hey where's your doggo um i want to see <laughs> I want to see your pupper woo-woo or something. And, and, and then, like, pea crimps. And so, and I'm not, I don't even care anymore. I don't care. I feel like I've had this thing where, so Carmen and I are both in our 30s. We're both 31. And this is the year we turn 32. And I'm actually kind of excited to turn 32. I feel like 32 emotionally feels younger than 31. Yeah, that's fair. The same way that, like, 27 is older than 28. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and in all of that, I had this moment where I'm like, I'm gonna, like, whatever millennial cringe is out there, I'm, I'm starting to, like, feel, I'm, like, leaning in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, like, 100%. I, I, I had this bit of resistance this last year where I was kind of like, ooh, I don't want to feel like I'm too, and now I'm like, bring on the grandma, okay? <laughs> bring on the grandma. What's yeah. Going? Yeah. I feel, I feel you. I feel the same way. And that's why I think, I mean, it's great. They do say when you get older, you care less about things. Like, you give it less it's, of a shit. You feel it literally physically in your body. Like, it, yeah. things change. Like, you turn 30 and things start to change. Yeah. But then, like, as you go, you maybe have a little resistance and then, boom, no. No, you're like, Old I just like woman. what I like. I like what I like. I do what I do. Kiss my ass. <laughs> Can I tell you how ugly I've looked this last two weeks? It's crazy. <laughs> you do not look, I do not think you look ugly, but go ahead. I've been dressed like a 30-year-old woman in the store, okay? <laughs> no effort. <laughs> uh, well, welcome to my world, Catherine, of dressing like, is it going to be this plaid or this plaid today? That's true. <laughs> to be fair, you've been rocking that for quite some time. But. Yeah. So, uh, welcome to the dark side. It's, yeah. it's a fantastic Happy place to, to be, be here. Happy to be here. Ah, magical. But any whoosin, we want to talk about women supporting women. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't I talk to you about the reason I thought about it um, very quickly. Um, I, I'm not going to name the group because it's a private group on, on Facebook, but there is a group that I uh, was told to follow by a lovely friend of ours. Um, and it's basically like women who like post men that they are seeing and or may have like a date scheduled with them or they're talking to on like dating apps. Um, and they're like, do you like, and does anybody have any information on this dude? Mm-hmm. And it's been so amazing to see because truly like some of these men, j- just like the stories that you read, it's just like, Oh yeah, he has, He's like my ex-father-in-law. He has five kids from five different oh. women and he's currently married and blah, blah, blah. You know, like those types of things. Um, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's wild. The stories there are wild. And so I kind of like that because I like me some trash. But then also it's been really nice to see because some people are like, oh, I went out th- with this guy and he was a real dick. But like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel kind of bad. Like. Was I too, like, selective or picky or was I just, like, being an asshole? And then most, and then all the women are like, no, I also went out with him and he was an asshole. You listened to your gut and your gut protected you. So thank you. Um, And it's like all these men, it's all these trash ass men. Like some of the men show up and like nobody says anything or somebody's like, oh, they're good looking, like best of luck. Like it's always Mm -hmm. like nice. 
Um, but then when it's anything bad, like some people will be like, and even some people will even be like, oh, I know them through work. We used to work together and they were really sweet, but I have no idea what they're like in a relationship. So like take that for what it is, which I really like because mm-hmm. even then women are like, I know men can be different in different settings. Like I know they can control themselves in different settings in different mm-hmm. ways. Um, so that was really interesting. And then I saw this article because it was brought up in the group that I saw about how women in this group basically came together and there was a man who wasn't a catfish. He was a professional scam artist. Ooh. And he was stealing money from women. So he would date them and then he would ask to borrow money and then women would Mm -hmm. give him money and then he'd disappear. And he had done that to over a hundred women. And then so he ended up all over like this page and I think a couple of other pages. And so this woman was able to... Um, I think, I don't, I think that like charges have been laid against him because this isn't Mm -hmm. the first time he's done it. But, um, and so there was all this information about all the things that he had done. And so she was able to like not see him or go out with him. Yeah. Because she saw all this shit about him. And when I tell you this man is the most ordinary, Mm. like drives a pickup truck. Oh no, that's worse. A man, I was I've like, ever I was seen. like, if you said a pickup truck is even like, ugh, just like a bald, uh, mm. bald kind of chubby I, with you like didn't have to, you didn't have to say bald. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I heard yeah. the bald. I heard the <laughs> Never balls. takes off his like baseball hat, which yeah, dresses like I don't know some teenager. I don't know. It was just like, but it was just one of those things where like wasn't he wasn't like I didn't look at him and think he was ugly, but I was just like this is some ordinary. He's doesn't he's not like plain ass plain man the amount that plain ass regular looking men can get away with um here's the thing so i've also joined this group um and i didn't go through it as much as carmen has Mm -hmm. but it is so nice because here's the thing i feel like people have this perception or people men have this (laughs) perception um that women in a group like this must be just trashing men must be just being so mean Mm -mm. it's it's not literally one part of the terms of service is like don't do that Mm -hmm. but two it's like it's just people actually trying to support people actually being like hey look out for this guy hey like this guy's nice or this guy's whatever or comparing stories Mm -hmm. like women don't necessarily even have to be like horrible scathing evil bitches or anything or like anything that people like have in their heads Mm -hmm. of like what a bunch of women talking Mm -hmm. um would be because the way women support each other like i'm sure everyone's heard the drunk girl in a bathroom yeah yeah like don't call your ex like (laughs) but like as a woman i have been in a bathroom with drunk girls and truly there really is no kinder group of people than a bunch of drunk strangers that you never that you'll literally and it's almost like it's almost like out of the bathroom, they don't even exist. You don't see them outside of the bathroom. No, 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 no. You don't. You go back into wherever your place. They're they're gone. They're mm-hmm. gone. But in the bathroom, it is like a kind, the kindest collection of people in the world, always supporting each other, always being there for each other. You could ask any advice in the world, and also you could be any age. You could be like a hundred year old woman in the bathroom yeah. with some drunk girls, and they will support you no matter what. It is it's true, genuinely lovely, and it's also like think about this kind of web this kind of page and just in general the amount of sleuthing that women will do for free oh number one for themselves and Mm -hmm. for others Uh is nuts because i bet you like with the person who like put together the network of like this man scamming was just doing it for free just obviously they were but just like they were just like did it out of the kindness of their heart they didn't have any reason to the amount of just like sleuthing skills that most women have Mm -hmm. just in their back pocket it's always like i'm always like proud of myself a little bit when i can (laughs) find someone based off of their name in the city they live in yeah i'll find you i can find you for not even first and last first name vague idea of occupation (laughs) give me an hour give me an hour yep it's so true i even think about like i was thinking about the different ways that like women support each other just in general and like a lot of it is about keeping women like keeping each other safe because like society's not really doing that for us but then i also Mm -hmm. think about the fact that like so like the the show or the documentary at tinder swindler or whatever (sighs) yes like, did we all make fun of those women? And did I personally watch that show and go, those women need therapy? They should have been in therapy instead of being on Tinder. Um, yes, I sure did. Mm-hmm. 
But I also was like, no, but they didn't have to do this. They could have just like cut their losses and been like, I'm good. You know, like I'm embarrassed. Let me just like live my life and like whatever. Mm -hmm. And they were like, no, we know that he's still doing this. So we don't want to keep, you know, like we don't want this to keep happening to people. So we're going to make him famous so that it doesn't keep happening. Can you go into like what the Tinder swindler did? Yeah, yeah. So like Tinder swindler is this crusty ass fucking (laughs) five foot five frosted tips like a little man uh who basically ran a ponzi scheme with women so he would like take a woman's money say he was borrowing it use that to seduce another woman and then take her money and then spend it and it would just be this like revolving door of like money like borrowing and then giving to different people and then spending all of it and like pretending that he was rich essentially with other people's money and so he did that several times with several women we don't necessarily know exactly how many but i think there's two in the documentary Mm -hmm. um but we know that there's probably more um and so it goes into how the women like found out and like how he would trick them and how he was able to kind of fake the fact that he had money so then they felt comfortable giving them money giving him money and all this other stuff and then um it goes kind of into his life um And, like, they talk to his parents or his family, and his family doesn't speak to him anymore. And they're like, no, he's, like, nuts. Like, no. Um, But the story's just basically how he, like, did it. And then he only went to jail for, like, three months or something. And then he was back out doing his thing. Listen, like, truly, advice of all advice, don't give anyone money. No. Literally, you, how, okay, here's the thing. We're best friends, right? Yeah. Have I, have you ever asked me for money? No. Have I ever asked you for money? (laughs) No. But like, if there was a situation where we were, I was like, so, like something yeah, yeah, yeah. really awful happened. Yeah, and you I would money. do that, of course. Right? And you would do the same. You would yeah, ask yeah. me the same thing. But like, it would have to be some sort of dire, yeah, something. Yeah, I get. We have been friends since we were eight years old. <laughs> yeah, <okay>? we <laughs> have been friends for that long, and no money has ever changed hands. No. Okay, no. What situation? are you in where someone i'm assuming you've known for like maybe a month if that yeah is asking you for money they shouldn't be literally and again in in a relationship of any kind like what that you have what situation is someone asking you for money but Catherine, if there's anything men have it's the audacity and that's very true (laughs) and i mean it's like it's like especially i guess obviously with everyone like i mean one of our favorite shows uh is catfish and oh, what the a amount dream. of people giving people money on catfish is shocking. Bananas. Um, bananas. Especially people they've never met before or seen in person. But like, even if you've been dating for like a little bit, like, again, you have to be, mm-hmm. have, have been dating for a long period of time and has to be some sort of serious ass situation because you really cannot be out with these broke ass people asking you for money. Just mm-hmm. under any, any under any circumstances, it's just no. don't don't do it. Don't do it. No, and so someone has to be losing their house. Like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? <laughs> but that's why I'm just anyway. It's just so interesting because I think in the absence of society, because you know the whole thing is that like I think we're often told that like the systems will take care of us, but like we are women and we are also mm-hmm. women of color, so we know that that's a lie uh the biggest lie (laughs) it's not the case at all so then it's like how do we take care of ourselves and then I also think of like I think about the fact that you know there's like a venue in Toronto that I was warned against going to um in general because they have emo nights there and I was warned not to go because apparently like one of the people who runs those particular events at that particular venue is really well known for like spiking people's drinks. Oh, so fun. Yeah. And so that I was told like, oh yeah, like my partner told me that he didn't want me to go. Like this was the person talking to me and they're like, and so now I don't go because, um, yeah, it's just not like, I don't, yeah, it's dangerous. It's dangerous to go. And so, and like, kind of spreading the word so they tell me and then I tell people and I've told a lot of people that story about like you just need to be very careful when you go there if you go and like specifically when they have their emo nights like just don't like just 
just like hi like keep your drink you know whatever do whatever if you decide (laughs) that you will go but like I would advise against it and it's just been really interesting to see that because we're doing it so we're like I always call it community building because I think whenever people think of community building and I bring this up a lot in my grief talks but like People often think that it's like, okay, I need to I need to like save money and I need to like book a room at a community center and I need to like make up an event bright, whatever. And I need to, you know, like all these different yeah. things. And it's like, who the fuck has the time or the energy to fucking do that? that? Yeah. And that's why people get really overwhelmed. And I'm like, no, but building community is also just like keeping each other safe and like being like, hey, I went on a date with this like great dude, not for me, but like really lovely. Would you like to like me to set you up or like hey I went to this place and the staff were like really lovely and kind or like you know I went to I even think of like salons and stuff or like different places where we are able to be like hey are the people there like nice do they know what they're doing like are they gonna be (laughs) racist assholes or you know whatever are they gonna be rude and all that jazz or are they gonna be you know whatever and so we're able to kind of give each other those kind of tidbits of information and I think that kind of helps keep us safe and I I even think of like one of the main things I think about as well I've seen this a lot there's a lot of tattoo shops now that like have like exclusively racialized women or like queer women um and they're like and they'll be like you know we're you know we specialize in tattoos for like melanated skin and like queer folks and like trans folks and like all this other stuff um because it's just like a way to be like no we're trying to be safe and we're trying to let people know that they can go somewhere where like they're not going to be asked like stupid ass questions or like harassed or whatever the fuck all that stuff is so um i find that to be very helpful and i think that that's community building in itself so you know Catherine being like, Carmen, I went to this horrendous restaurant (laughs) is definitely a way to like keep yourself safe Um, Mm -hmm. and also build community because then you can tell other people to be like, listen, that place was garbage and also very expensive. Um, And so I find that to be helpful. And it's very um, encouraging because I think often we think that like the world is a trash palace of just garbage. But if you think about it, a lot of us are trying to like support each other in whatever way we can. I've never experienced anything where it's like if you were worried about something where you asked a woman and mm-hmm. they didn't give you an answer. You know what right. I mean? Right, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. There's like there's like almost no situations where like you could go to someone you know or someone you like kind of know and ask them that question and they wouldn't like like, hey, is this place safe or hey, do you this yeah. guy yeah they, they, where they wouldn't give you like an honest answer and i yeah. think it's something that's like fostered from young at a young age probably mm-hmm. because of periods truly because <laughs> there's no woman in the world who will not give you a tampon a hundred percent not one there's literally there's no literally woman who only... will ever be like can you check can you check me while i walk literally can you check me can you check me to, to, to see every woman knows what that means yeah will do it for you there's literally unless you don't have a tampon or a pad yeah you will offer exactly what you have or if someone's like hey like in similar similar vein like do you have any like advil or do you have any yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. i i've never had it ever happen once and there's never been an ounce of awkwardness there's i've no. never been an ounce of anything ever never mm-hmm. every woman will support you on that one billion percent yeah yeah and it's like and obviously i don't want to sound like i'm <laughs> limiting sisterhood to periods i'm just saying that like that is something that is fostered from a young age with women mm-hmm. for the most part where it is something where it's like you learn from a young age like this is there's a connection here you must respect it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and i do think also it's like it's like joseph campbell had this thing um joseph campbell the uh like cultural you know um like uh what's it called anthropologist. he's a historian anthropologist that's the word um <laughs> sorry my brain went so far to a different spot where <laughs> remember when we were like talking about anthropology the store but we neither of us could remember what it was called and we were like we philosopher were, like, philosophy <laughs> like community studies what the fuck is that anyway. um anyway so the famous anthropologist he was talking about he had this thing where he talked about like how women already experience an initiation when they have their periods mm-hmm. you know so like women already goes through something bloody and like painful and intense right. in their teenage years as an initiation into adulthood 
and men have to make theirs up. Like that's why initiations are often like for male right, 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 for males. Right, 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 like right. it's usually like a like some you have to go and do this thing and you have to go and experience this pain or you have to go yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't naturally just experience an initiation or a pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and I was and I think there is there I mean there definitely is obviously something to that. To the fact that like the connection it brings to all go through this experience yeah. of like physical and emotional pain out of nowhere mm-hmm. like you're just bopping along being a child and then all of a sudden you're like bleeding in a subway restaurant which is how i first got my period i went to the bathroom <laughs> in a subway uh subway the sandwich shop um, <laughs> and i looked in the toilet and i was like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden you have to deal with like this fully weird thing like i was 11 years old and i have to have pads and i have to like worry about messing the bed and i have to yeah yeah this, these cramps and pains and all of this stuff but then you find out that like oh no it's everyone else yeah you're fine and so that like builds something yeah that's very true i think that's true i also find that like <laughs> the patriarchy has made it such that we like stick together in a very specific way mm-hmm. um often not everyone um but i love the term of like the girls the gays and the theys oh so good so good cuz it's true cuz like i think with like when you're queer and also like queer and trans and and like you're from these communities where like the patriarchy is very much working towards you dying or killing mm-hmm. you you kind of have to figure out new ways to keep safe um, cause you know that it's not going to come from wherever it's supposed to come from. So I really, I really like that. And again, I, all these things also like translate into like this comfortability with like feeling that you can reach out to people or feeling that you can like, mm-hmm. um, go to people for their opinions. And I think it is one of those things where, you know, when you meet people, um, when you meet women who are like cut off from that sort of thing mm-hmm. for whatever reason either they're like a a, a pick me one of the boys or mm-hmm. <laughs> or they or they for whatever reason like they have chosen to like distance themselves from like women's spaces mm-hmm. like those people's vibes are what are are bad oh my god always i don't but trust I, them even a little i uh, it always makes me laugh because like so i did sometimes think i was like because sometimes like i do wonder i did have moments where i would wonder if like if maybe queer women would prefer sometimes to be I was like maybe they prefer to be around men like is that a thing because like I wondered I was like what's going on Mm -hmm. and then I was like no because you're even less safe Mm -mm, you don't want to be no for what reason and then also like like, well why would these women women be like this because I mean like that does happen not just women but I mean a lot of women but in any marginalized community there will be people who will go on the side of the oppressor and be Oh my god, like, have you ever heard This person like, is great. Literally, and it can happen like anywhere. Like like yeah. I know we're obviously talking about like all the safety we feel and sisterhood yeah. with women, but like have you ever seen like when it's like a like not even just like a cisgender woman who who doesn't like women, but have you ever seen a lesbian who hates women? Those people are the wild most people. Wild they, like, people. Like the, the misogyny that just comes out of their mouths. Yeah, and you're like, like you yeah aren't you are you okay you okay are you well um the answer is no to all of those no, questions no. um yeah. <laughs> but but like yeah those people it is almost like seeing like an alien yeah and i i feel like when we were in high school we tried to be the like we're not like other girls like some more some of us more than <laughs> some, some people on this call more than others yeah you know it is what it is you know but we've grown we've Uh grown and now i'm like if i was i'm like i would be dead if it weren't for my female friends like be i would be dead like i just think about it and i'm like i'm like we're always like text me when you get home um yes we're always just like how did it go like if there's dates and stuff and people are like oh just like keep keep tabs on me you know or just like how's everything going with like how's your health are you okay when people get Mm -hmm. sick or whatever like we always check on each other um which is also why i think romantic love is very strange to me to be like the number one i mean society always touts it as like the number one yeah form of like care and i'm just Mm -hmm. like listen here that's a lie especially when those relationships like often don't last as long no like 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 truly when people are just like oh your romantic partner blah 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 and i'm like 
there's someone else who's usually been there a lot longer. <laughs> like, definitely. Um, and so I, I also feel... Or sorry, I, do... just, I just thought of that so the thing where it's like, like me at my friend's wedding when she calls her husband her best friend and it's like angrily like yeah, yeah. something i'm like yeah. that would be me if yeah you yeah, come yeah. In, if you if, if you get married and at your wedding you're like my best i'm married my best friend i'd be like i'm not gonna marry you <laughs> what are you even saying <laughs> no and it's it's actually really interesting because i've Catherine and i i think can re- mm-hmm. can relate in the sense that we have generations of women in our family who are patriarchy in human form. Oh, of course. Absolutely. When we talk about keeping women safe, I think our generation has been pretty like our generation and like Gen Z and stuff like they're mm-hmm. working pretty hard to like keep each other safe. And like, we believe yeah. people when they tell us that things have happened and things, but there is, so here's the thing. There is a generation of women where like people might have gone through, I don't know, sexual trauma of some sort and yes. you tell these women and the women are like, it's your fault or <laughs> pretend like you didn't say anything. And they're like, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. And then they just walk away. Couldn't be less on your side. Yeah. <laughs> if they tried. Um, but then I also think about the fact that like people often talk about like feminism and how like women now are like feminists, but women back then. And like, I get where they're coming from in the sense mm-hmm. of like, obviously those types of things did happen. And I'm sure that they kind of still happen now in certain instances, but maybe far less. Um, but women then were still keeping each other safe in other ways. Mm-hmm. So it might not be like what we would have thought, but given like the structures and the things that were in place, I've heard, yeah. I've heard stories of like somebody's abusive husband's house mysteriously catching fire <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. like, um, You know, or, you know, like somebody knowing that their child is like in an abusive relationship and not saying anything or doing anything, but like showing up at the house with a gun Uh, (laughs) and not saying anything. Or um, I also hear of like, also women would, maybe they use different language, but it would be like, oh, you should, you should watch out for this guy. And they won't obviously call them like pervs or anything, but they'll be like, he's handsy yeah like even and you know what's very yeah. interesting like even in spaces where you're like i think all those women are a horrible people there there's like like when you think about like um like what is that place called? fox news and like yeah like those all those women who, who like we're talking about like the sexual abuse in the workplace yeah. blah 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 like obviously they are not what i would call good people um, but you would still hear interviews where people would talk about like how they would share stories about like, this is the person you don't go in the elevator with, or this is the person, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Now they were tone deaf to what they were saying. They'd be like, that's just how it is. But I'm like, you do realize at the same time, you are still doing something to try to like protect. make people aware and protect yeah. yourself and protect other people being like, don't go in the elevator with that fucking weirdo because. Yeah. And the thing is, I think the problem is, is that like historically or again depending on like your worldview some people choose to view um like these negative things as the status quo and some Mm -hmm. people choose to view them as something that can be changed and something that needs to be avoided and so like i think that can be the difference especially generationally where like before it like someone may have been like hey it was your fault because you got sexually assaulted but they were saying it's your fault because they're like that's the way things are and you should have been more careful right it was just basically a a more uh it was a, a very negative way of like um it was putting the responsibility on the wrong person yeah yeah 100 percent. it was still sort of like hey you should have been more aware you should have been protecting yourself better yeah was basically what those people were saying in a very <laughs> negative way but that's why i always wonder because like it's not that i think women were always in one way or another maybe trying to protect each other Mm-hmm. And in different ways, and maybe it wasn't like a conscious decision, but being able to tell somebody like, yeah, maybe don't go to that store. That guy talks mm-hmm. a lot or whatever, like whatever the case may be is like really important. I think that, and I sometimes wish that there was a little bit more emphasis on like building community amongst each other as like women and queer folks and people of color, because I think mm-hmm. of like, So my grandma was pretty young when my grandfather died. She was like, I think either in her early 40s. I think she was in her early 40s, late 30s. Mm -hmm. And my mom always tells me that when she became a widow, 
She lost a lot of her friends in the neighborhood. Why? Because since my grandma was a widow, they were worried she was going to steal their husbands. Lord. Okay. Here's okay. All right. Like that's let's, like the assumption. We're, we're, like my mom is like about we, women's rights, but let's talk about women's wrongs. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> like, like that is one of those things where it's just like, again, this is, this is the patriarchy in action. This is like people being afraid that their husbands are going to be taken away. So they're not going to trust the single woman. Right. Yeah. But the thing is, I was actually talking to my mom about this uh, the other day about the fact that like, the reason why these sorts of like things existed and the reason why um, people felt like women, of course, needed a husband. I'm like, it's because we couldn't open bank accounts. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> literally it. Yeah. So like for, for like, like a, lo- a lot of these things that obviously, I feel like a, a lot of times people don't realize what structures are working against them. They're right. reacting to them, but they don't know why. Right. Right. Why are you so afraid that this woman's going to take your husband? Because you don't have any other way to have any money or a, ho- yeah. a house or a roof over your head. You yeah. don't have any other security outside of this man. Um, who is is, uh, obviously a piece of shit if you think he's gonna leave you if you think he's just gonna leave you right um but like obviously you can even see like as women gain more independence and as women have like again the ability to have your own bank account very Mm -hmm. important always have to remind people remember you couldn't have one until like the 60s 70s 60s (laughs) depending on where you are 60s 70s like that's very very recent yeah um like as that happens, people have sort of like, there's been more sexual freedom that has come with that, right? And there's right. been less of an em- emphasis as time goes on, as generations, um, you know, continue, as people start to break down all these sort of like old structural ideas, mm-hmm. where people are no longer like, I'm afraid that like, someone's gonna sleep with my husband, because it's like, you know what, like, people are like, oh, maybe I can work it out. Or maybe we could try polyamory. Or maybe we can yeah, do something yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Why? Because your money is not tied up in this man. Yeah. Um, and your independence and your everything and your independence else. and your everything and the roof over your head with the food that you're gonna eat like. yeah so that's why I'm always like huh like that for me was really sad because I'm like that must have been traumatic for my grandma to lose her husband and then lose yeah. all of the women all of her friends in her and neighborhood all the, and all her community like that's so shitty and wild and I always I always think about that and I'm like yeah she wasn't a nice woman but the world was also not that nice yeah i mean up top high five same with my grandma my grandma was also (laughs) like um dealt a bad hand and also like my my grandma was not the widow my grandma was the other woman um (laughs) but technically she was the girlfriend first then he married somebody else so who's the real asshole yeah my grandfather yeah Uh, (laughs) the answer is is 100 percent the men it's, it's the, the men. It's the men's. <laughs> the men's always. Um, but, <laughs> but like, yeah, she had a lot of like uh, very negative, bad views. But I'm like, what else was she raised with? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I know. And it sucks. But then it's also like these were still the same women who would like, I think I, I think about the fact that my grandma's um, mother-in-law is the reason why we had, she was able to like keep property in her name Ooh. after my grandfather died. Because she, like, left her something, I think. Or she, like, left her property or she left her something. Um, As a woman, she left it to another woman, which is, like, was really rare back then. And, like, she was like, no, I want you to, like, have this. And that's, like, really changed. really changed the direction of our family. It wasn't anything big. They still grew up in, like, very much poverty. Like, the Mm -hmm. most poverty. Um, But... It definitely changed the trajectory for my grandma in terms of being able to like support nine kids on her own. Yeah. Right. So it's like, it made a big difference. And so I think about that all the time and I'm like, yeah, cause women in one way or another are trying to keep each other safe. And like, I think I brought this up in other episodes before, but I mean, my uncle Arturo does make jokes about one of my great grandmothers possibly having done stuff to her husband because husband's, because she had three of them and one of them just disappeared and never came back. Hey, gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and he always makes jokes. Like, I don't know that he really thinks that's that's true. And my mom always gets like upset and she's like, no, this is what happened. She's like, don't call her a murderer. And I'm like, well, we don't know. But also like sometimes back then there wasn't really a way to get rid of your like abusive husband yeah if there was one like i think about there was even that story it was like an episode of my favorite murder um where they talked about this woman in somewhere in eastern europe who um because the women in this particular community there was like a lot of domestic violence just so much like violence and and 
pain and just like it was it was awful for the women in that community and this woman created this um poison where like you would just put it in the men's drink or in their food and then they would just die and it would just seem like a heart attack or it would just seem you know whatever um and then and so the women would often like do that and that and then but i mean it got out of hand which is how she got caught because all these women started doing it for any reason whatsoever and they were just like doing it um and then it happened so often that so many men died that people obviously from other cities were like what the fuck is going on um and that's how she ended up getting caught but i think primarily what makes me laugh is that like she knew that this was a problem she knew that women were dying and that women were being like brutalized by their like drunken husbands Uh and so she was like let me make this and she's like, and I'll make it in secret and like, whatever. And then one woman came and she's like, look, I think he's going to kill me. Like, you need to help me. And so that helped. And then this woman told other women. And then all these women were coming to her going like, my husband is a terrible person mm-hmm. and I think I'm going to die. <laughs> so, um, and so that she was able to do that for them, which in my opinion, a real hero here's the thing it's one of those things where it's like i'm sure there's a a man listening who's like that's awful and i'm like you know what (laughs) again we're talking about different times different times like if if you couldn't get a divorce you couldn't get a divorce divorce. and your husband was beating you within an inch of your life are you kidding what are you what are you gonna do like truly what are you gonna do it is it is crazy though to think about like the like the fact that like and that's the kind of shit that conservative people want to go back to they want women to not have bank accounts. They for sure want women to not have so bank accounts. So what they're going to have is like a bunch have of no men. financial <laughs> freedom. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, we'll do- again, women with the internet, please. With the internet, please. The the the, <laughs> the murders would be infinite. Like if you if women have to go back, and obviously this is obviously like a very privileged position to say because in a lot of places in the world, women do still have to rely on their husbands. Yeah, yeah. But like, if women with the internet here have to go back to. <laughs> no bank accounts if women who've had bank accounts have to go back to having no bank accounts it's not gonna go well well (laughs) get ready for some murders okay get ready for some (sighs) youtube tutorials on how to make your husband sauce yeah yeah gravy yeah gravy gravy for your husband your gravy taste this gravy tastes kind of funny i don't know oh eh, dead (laughs) yeah Uh, although i do think it's so so i i've met, i don't know if i mentioned this joke on the podcast before but it makes me laugh every time i think about it because <laughs> it's this comedian and she said something like men <laughs> men stops women from reading because they said that they would be led into witchcraft and she's like isn't it funny that that's exactly what happened <laughs> yes <laughs> like me, me like on my like fifteen thousandth astrology post like, yeah <laughs> you know what hey maybe they were right um <laughs> like doing like full moon rituals full moon literally, literally <laughs> what happened you let women read <laughs> no they like, turn well, witchcraft well. instantly but you know what i think that's because that's the natural state of women i don't i've never met a little girl who hasn't made a potion yeah you know that's just something little girls do little girls be stirring <laughs> potions if you that should be like the real test of like gender if people are like gender is a construct gender is um blah 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 like like did you make a little potion as a child <laughs> there we go uh One. That's I love it. it. But I also I also think it's really interesting because like now I think that there's more I mean, I feel like there may be more solidarity between like like cis women mm-hmm. of color, um, trans folks, queer folks, like Yeah. And coming together. Of course I'm not gonna say cis white women. Not that there aren't, but uh seeing as JK Rowling has been on was, the news. I was about to say, can we have a digression about JK Rowling? Because <laughs> she's okay, a so horrible human being, Catherine. She's like wild. And I I've like found out like worse things. Yeah, I know. I oh, I, I did too this week and I was like, for fuck's sake, woman. Lady Anyway. Like get it together. Okay. Okay, my digression <laughs> on JK Rowling is a vus. Um <laughs> She's a horrible person. <laughs> I for a while, for quite some time, not in the last like couple of years, I will say. Yeah. But, like, before when she had her, like, boilerplate-level transphobia, you know? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
And people, and, and also like the anti anti semitism with the goblins, which is like you know it's funny. I was thinking about like we should. I want to least listen to our Harry Potter episodes because I think we were in our bargaining stage of like, yeah, where we were like yeah, we're just like you know the books you are know, good, you know, you know. Um, we were in our bargaining stage <laughs> at that point. Um, and I was what was I gonna say? Um, the okay, so the goblin thing. And then the um, but that's like a trope in most fantasy. That's a trope in that's like that's literally that's every like fairy every tale fantasy. creature. You scratch a fa- scratch a fairy tale creature who's greedy and has a big nose, and you will find anti semitism. <laughs> like meta- <laughs> like sorry sorry everybody dwarves dwarves trolls like, scratch a goblin scratch a scratch yeah. a sniff a any medieval large nosed creature, and you're gonna find some anti semitism. Not awful. that it makes it okay. <laughs> no no, but. She it's is very, not their original, the original very, creator very pervasive. of this. Yeah. I think I think that's my one problem is that people act like she invented it. I'm like, guys, 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 let's not give her more credit like than she's due. That's just that's <laughs> that's all of medieval England we're talking about, or all of medieval <laughs> Europe. I mean, like that's just anyway. fantasy in a nutshell. <laughs> so all of that stuff, right? Yeah. So and then also the racism. Yeah. I so here's the thing. I for a long time dismissed all of it as white lady stuff. Yeah, that's what we did. And so I was like, yeah, that's white lady stuff and i i it took me a while before i realized that like i said it to a white woman and she was like kind of offended and i was like oh white women don't like hearing that (laughs) (laughs) but it's true a lot of jk almost everything that everyone's like like obviously again the transphobia has like gone bananas but like almost everything else like the cho chang of it all i'm like yeah that's that's what a white lady would do like that is 100 percent what a white lady would do british white lady stuff yeah and then i realized that i'm like i think that might be unfair to white ladies (laughs) (laughs) or or maybe it's not maybe maybe it's just or like to a certain generation of white ladies they take more offense to that yeah it was very funny but for a long time i was like yeah but that's white lady stuff and i would say that and i was like i think the white ladies in my life would be offended by that notion I don't care. White lady stuff. <laughs> but it is. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> to be clear, it is. It is. Truly. And Minus also, the transphobia, because the transphobia than, be wild. Other than trans, act, uh, not even just activists, other than trans people, nobody's more angry at JK Rowling than white ladies. I swear. Like, yeah. the ones who are not on her side yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are, are furious. But gotta remember, who the rest of the ones who are on her side, what do they look like? <laughs> they're like furious and also shocked whereas like some of us are just like <sighs> you know we're not shocked we're disappointed we're like that's what white lady bees like yeah 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 once you're once you hit a certain uh tax bracket and you're white and british mm. and, like you who's know surprised but she really has popped up on the transphobia it's been uh and like why is that a thing anyways regardless the point is <sighs> She's just a terrible person. But yeah, J.K. Rowling, the white lady shit is just—it's it—it's it's like the turfy white lady shit where I'm just like, who do you think you are, ma'am? Yeah, like who See, do you it, think your fan base was? Did you think your fan base was just like a bunch of like straight white kids, like straight, like white dudes? Also learning, like like she's like also like more homophobic than you think. I don't know yes. what's up with that woman. I mean, I, she, she'd be wild. She'd be wild. And J.K. Rowling is an example of not that's protecting not people. That's, that's, that is that is not protecting people. I, I mean, that is being a menace. I'm sure she'd still give me a, a tampon, but then she'd be like, you know why I'm giving you the tampon? Because you have a vagina and that makes you a woman. And then I'd be like, I don't know if I want this anymore. I'll have to bleed <laughs> through my pants. <laughs> yes. She's a terrible person. Um... And so that's why I think it's important that we understand that the patriarchy infiltrates everything. So as cis women, we also need to be careful because a lot of shit comes up that is like very cis normative and like very um, not cool. And there are just assumptions that are made about like who is safe to be around and who isn't safe to be around. And like, you know, because growing up, there's a lot of like, oh, like if they're trans women, like, then they're men and they're in your change rooms and you're like, what the fuck? I, okay, so truly, like, I don't know. And I'm like, I feel less safe. <laughs> like, I feel, I I would rather, like, what, 
what kind of a conversation is this that people are having? And sometimes I'm just like, why must we sexualize everything? Why must? And also, as a queer person who has been a woman in change rooms with women, you know what I don't do? Perv on anybody, so I don't <laughs> or do anything. So I don't assume that anyone else would be doing the same. Yeah. And it's also like, again, and, and also remember any very unlikely a man is listening, but any men who are listening, like the patriarchy is also against you because it assumes that you're a violent pervert. It assumes yeah. that all men, like, it's so crazy. Like, it's like they don't understand what they're saying because it's like, they're like, okay, so a trans woman is just a man and that means that uh, they're going to attack you because all men are violent perverts. I'm like, yes. what is this logic? Like, it goes in such, like, a wild direction. But the thing is, like, like, like men will advocate this. They'll be like, I don't feel safe with a man in the bathroom with my daughter. And I'm like, what? you know, not every man, again, is going to assault you. And people must remember, assault is still a crime. It's not as if you would go into a bathroom, assault someone, and be, it's like, well, it was a woman who did it. It's fine. Yeah, no. no, that's still a crime. And also people who commit crimes commit them regardless. Yeah. So literally the problem you have in this world is against people who commit sexual assault, <laughs> which in the Venn diagram of people is not, it's not, it's not like, it's not like trans people and, and people commit a sexual assault is a circle. It's like a, it is the same narrow little smidgen <laughs> that it is for everybody else. Cause most people don't do that. Yeah. And it's also just like, Oh, I just, I sometimes have a problem with the fact that like, so the reason women have to work so hard to protect each other and do these like Mm -hmm. ingenious things of like creating Facebook groups or like sleuthing and contacting, you know, whoever, random people. Like I look at like the Army Hammer documentary is fucking nuts. Nuts. That shit's wild. That shit is so wild. Like I saw that documentary and like, like the women thought that it was just them and then one of them comes out and says what happened and then the rest are like fuck that happened to me too that happened to me too and then like so it takes just one person kind of stating what's going on but the reason why we have to do all these weird sleuthy things is because men are not holding other men accountable if one in four women both like trans women which by the way trans women are far more likely to experience violence and sexual violence and all the other stuff i okay continue i want to say something but go ahead but like if one in four women are being sexually harassed or like assaulted by men in their lifetime and that's like the number that that's based on the number that report so we're sure it's higher and every single woman you know has like a sexual harassment story Mm mm-hmm or several. Or several. Um, that means that someone you know, sir, or yourself, yeah. has done something inappropriate. Because it's not like two men. It's not like it's only a little... That's the thing. So what I was just saying with the Venn diagram, um, let's be real, there's a bigger overlap between sexual assault and, and uh, men. men than anything else. But then I, I also think about the fact that like men need to be more proactive. Yes. Um. Not just in, like, keeping women safe, but also just, like, they need to be the ones who, like, call out their creepy friend. No one, no man can sit here and tell me he hasn't had a creepy friend or hasn't been the creepy friend. Like, if you, Mm -hmm. like, if you feel the need to comment on a woman's body to her for no reason, like, on her appearance, on her facial features, on whatever, you don't even know her, you're the creepy friend. I'm telling you that right now. It's true. It's true. And also the thing is, there's also ways to compliment people. Because, like, I mean, like, a compliment from a woman. Like, you're walking down the street and you, like, I don't know, you think you look nice or whatever. And some and a, some random woman is like, you look great. Yeah. They're like, thank you. And it's the nicest thing you've ever heard. And you're so ex- excited to have this kind of compliment. Yeah. Compliments from women are wonderful. And also, here's the thing. As a queer person, I can say compliments from queer women are also wonderful. Even mm-hmm. if you're like, I'm not sure you're what, like, if, like, this is a hit on or whatever. It's still <laughs> great whatever the way everyone does it is just yes chef's kiss but men men be wild yeah and also like yeah you can't tell me as a man that you did not have somebody creepy or pervy or like inappropriate in your life like you cannot tell me that you did not see your boss at some point being a creep and you didn't say anything you cannot tell me that like your sibling wasn't just like like a weird creepy womanizer like you know like there's like there's people 
things have happened and men kind of just let it slide and pretend like they don't see it. Um, and so that is something that I think is like really hard because then we have to do things like make a fucking Facebook group. Who the fuck that's uses Facebook anymore? True. That's true. And we have Truly. To fucking- I had to like... Like, I, I don't use Facebook. I have one. I don't use it. And I was like, this is the first time I'm using it in, in years, is to just look at this group. Just to see if, like, the men that we have gone out with have been inappropriate. I actually saw a dude that I matched with, but I never spoke to. Um, This was from years ago. I just remembered his face. Like, I don't know what it was, but I was like, oh, I definitely matched with you. But, like, I know that I never spoke to him. And he was currently in court for, like, sexual assault stuff. And then a bunch of women were oh. like, yeah, he was very, like, aggressive. And very fun. Terrible. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Um, so, you know, these things do happen. And men just get to kind of, like, live their lives and be like, man, women, they have a dangerous life right now. And you're like, that's because of your friends. Um, which is very annoying. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how I would feel if I had a pervy friend. I don't know that I would be okay with, like, them being... You have had pervy friends, can I just say? As as your friend, I can tell you, you have. (laughs) Um, No, but I seriously, I've never... Like, I don't know. I don't know. But I also think of, like, the women in my life. And, like, I don't... I've never had to worry about them being, like, sexually inappropriate with people. Yeah. Or, like... I don't know. It just isn't a thing. And I know it does happen. Like, I've heard many stories of, like, people, especially, like, within organizing communities of, like, folks who are, like, straight or queer or whatever, um, women and, and other folks and people where it's just, like, it does happen where people yeah. can be... Yeah, it's not that it doesn't happen. It's it does just, happen. But, it's like... It's just the the numbers game. And you... Listen, you, like, baby, the... It. It, we gotta close the gap, I guess. We gotta close the sexual assault gap. Is that what we gotta do? <laughs> <laughs> like no, it's like but- a, like those jokes of like most murders are committed by men. Yeah, gotta close the gap. Gotta close the gap. But then I uh, think about the fact that like it's true that the patriarchy the patriarchy is also the reason women mm-hmm. who do commit sexual assault often receive lighter yeah, they get sentences. Off scot-free. And then all those weird like. I- literally makes my skin crawl whenever you hear someone be like oh it was every young boy's dream to get with his teacher i'm like what? no that is called it's grooming crime. it's called that's, a crime get that's out of disgusting also, have you seen a teenager ew ew like here's the thing ew pedophiles are crazy because they'll be like well they're teenagers like like remember that Kelly yeah. thing where it's like what's a teenager yeah. <laughs> and you're like i've seen a teenager and uh they be looking like children to me yeah i've seen 20 year olds and i'm like who's that child yeah <laughs> literally That's... leonardo dicaprio like i swear <laughs> to God, if if there was no law he would be going younger for sure oh 100 because someone has po- people have pointed out the fact that like the age gap between him and his new girlfriend who is 19 is the exact same age gap between um Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey on The Last of Us. Disgusting. That's the she's nineteen, he's forty eight, and Tom uh, not Tom Cruise. <laughs> um, Leonardo DiCaprio is like forty eight, and this girl is nineteen. It's the same it's the same age gap. It's disgusting. And I also um, just to say, I don't remember how I heard this. I don't remember where I heard this. You know when you have that memory in your head where you're like, I definitely heard this somewhere. And I don't know where, but I know it wasn't a dream. And it was something that like somebody went on date with Leonardo DiCaprio. He rented out the entire movie theater, but they watched like Star Wars and he then proceeded to do every lightsaber fight. That's get up and do every lightsaber fight in the movie himself as well. Like he would, he got up and did it. And so I was like, is the fact, is the reason he's dating much younger women. So he can act like a child. So he can act like a child. That's embarrassing. Like, I remember it's like, it's like etched into my brain. That's disgusting. That's so embarrassing. Like that's, that's like, can you imagine being on a date with Leonardo DiCaprio and you're like, wait, what the fuck? Like, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy childish. That's crazy embarrassing. Yeah. Like. I also saw something where someone was like he dated 
a 26 year old for two weeks and then send her to the retirement home yeah because he did because like his last girl last girl yeah, was yeah, like 26 yeah. and he was like this is a publicity stunt so my statistic can go up yeah yeah year. yeah <laughs> and then he yeah he sent her to the retirement home um then he got probably, the... he, probably he probably threw up in his mouth while he was having he probably didn't even have sex with her he no, probably no, kissed no. her once and threw up in his mouth and he's like yeah Oh, gross 26 disgusting man um remember when it, uh, all of our generation after titanic was like he's so cute and dreamy oh listen Ugh. i i still love i mean you know it's funny i've not watched romeo and juliet in a long time oh yes romeo plus juliet yes romeo plus juliet. here's the thing <laughs> that's the last time he was good looking though yeah he didn't age well he aged so gross he aged like old milk, like many he of his kind. He aged into Jack Nicholson. He looked bad. And honestly, <laughs> I'd rather Jack Nicholson. Yeah, 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 yeah. He has the charm that I need. He, at least he seems like charming. Yeah, like he's he's weird, but he seems... I gen- Truly, isn't that wild? I would... If, if if Jack Nicholson came up to me today, I'd be like, yes, okay. And if Leonardo... Well, I'm way, we're way too old for Leonardo Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no. He would look at us and vomit in his mouth. Yeah. But if for whatever reason <laughs> I he became convinced that we were younger, I'd be like, I'm going to go with this old 68-year-old man. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened with John Tory. Leonardo oh DiCaprio showed God. up and then the girl was like, well, there's a choice. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. I would I would applaud that at the very that's least. Funny. <laughs> Oh God! Speaking of keeping each other safe. Anyways, um, thank uh, thank you to that woman. Let's just end it there. Thank you to the woman who had an affair with John Tory. God bless. I hope you got paid. I hope you got the money. Crypt keeper. I hope you got money. Uh, I hope if you, so. If you didn't, it's okay. But like, I hope you're safe. I hope your identity is never. I hope never revealed. Please, we do not need any like more people being ridiculed for bad decisions. Okay? Yeah, it, like it's like let's not. Um, but I hope you're safe. I hope you're okay, and I hope you know the service you did to the city because he's a monster. So, um, yeah, terrible policy. Maybe, making. maybe, maybe, maybe it was intentional. That's what I'm hoping. In my heart of hearts, I'm like, she took one for the team. Took one for the team. She took one for the team. She was like, you will not harm homeless people anymore. Not on my watch. What do you think his, what do you think his penis looks like? Terrible. It looks terrible. Whatever it looks like, it looks terrible. And I'm sure he's prudish because he is conservative. He seems, it just looks like it would be um, terrible. Like a little small sad thing. Yeah. He looks like a little small sad penis, so... He does. He looks like a little small, sad scrotum <laughs> of a man. I can't fucking so stand old. that man. Like I didn't. I feel like I didn't realize how old he was. And I was like, oh, he's, he's awful. Old. Yeah. Like I had. I hadn't really looked at his face, or or, or more so that the pictures they've been using of him have been <laughs> disrespectful. Honestly, <laughs> uh, I love it so much. I'm like, yeah, they are. They are not holding back. They they literally are going tagged photos only. Like, I love it's, it. It's I love rude. It. I love it. I love it so much. Um, but any who's in the moral of the story is we should all protect each other, not just women and queer folks, not just the the girlies, the gays, the girls, and the, the girls, the gays, gays the and the days. It should be everyone. Um. So come collect your pervy friends, um, please, uh, cis men, please do that. Yeah, come collect your friends. Um, you know, women keep protecting women. Um, the listen, girls, the gays, and also, the days will keep protecting each other. And, yes, uh, but I do yeah. feel like okay, you, if you meet the girl, uh-huh. it, is a, it is usually a cis, I mean, obviously, uh almost always although there are a couple i feel like i've seen on youtube like one or two like wild and out trans women but anyway if you can extend an olive branch to them try you know because we don't need another jk rowling situation because they can be saved they can maybe be saved maybe. they don't have to do this maybe sh- help help show them the light <laughs> you meet a lady who you're like Girl, whatever is going on with you, I don't know. But maybe just just see just if you can help. Listen, it may not work. It it probably won't. But then at least that the person will have the memory in their head yes. of, the, of the time a girl, a gay, or a they reached out a hand and said, "Hey, you good? <laughs> you yeah, there? you're okay. Are you? Why are you blaming women for being sexually assaulted? You know, yeah. let's not let's not do that." Let's talk about why that is. Let's let's never look for a man's approval 
as for any thing ever again. Yeah, no. Because I, I gotta tell you, if there's anything that is truly worthless, it's just some guy's approval. Yeah. Some guy you don't even know. Because that's the thing. That's what a lot of them get. It's just some guy. Some guy. Not a guy they know or respect. Not a guy that, that, that matters. It's some guy. Just some dude. Some guy in the comments saying, this woman speaking the truth. You're not, it's not worth it, okay? Certainly not. It's, it's certainly not. It. not. Um, All right. So, Catherine, so, do you have any recommendations? My recommendations. My recommendation is... Um, I was going to say to buy Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> Wonder... <laughs> No, my recommendation is <laughs> to watch Attack on Titan. Um, yes. I've been sure. rewatching Attack on Titan. Why not traumatize yourself? It's good, okay? This season four, part three is coming out. Listen, Attack on Titan be doing its fans dirty. It had it had two parts of season four, the quote-unquote final season, and now they're splitting the final part into two parts. So there's going to be part three and part four, which means that the final season is going to be like, 50 episodes i'm like why don't you just say call it what it is season five <laughs> um <laughs> like like i don't understand carmen you really really do have to rewatch or because or, i know you watched like the first season right yeah it's watch dramatic that show it gets so it like the first season's great but let me tell you it gets even better and you know what do you know how often i i don't rewatch shows girl i've been rewatching. that's good all the time it's, it's stressful stressful um, it's great. I mean, there's a case, there's a one or two messages in there that I don't, I feel are, that like, it can be very easily misinterpreted by a, a white man. And I uh -huh. don't like those, but everything else is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I, what do I recommend? I recommend, hmm, what do I recommend? I don't know what I've been watching lately. What have I been rewatching? I've been rewatching a lot of TV instead of watching new stuff. I recommend the second season of The Mandalorian. I'm so happy you said that. I thought I genuinely had a pure fear that you were going to say Grey's Anatomy. And I was like, what's been going on? <laughs> no, no, I haven't watched Grey's Anatomy. I have. Um, I have that's been... how you know she's in the, in the, yeah, down yeah. In the dumps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how you know. No, I've been watching. I've been catching up with Mandalorian because a new season is coming out soon. Mm -hmm. um, so I've just been catching up. So I watched that and Boba Fett. Um, and it's been great um, because they are fun and stupid. I'm going to say this again. Star Wars is stupid. Stupid as fuck. Carmen messaged me the day and she's <laughs> like, um, there's a character on the show called Senator Churchy. Choochie. Choochie. <laughs> I read, I read it as Churchy. Choochie. And my, my Choochie. And they say it in, 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 in like full honesty, like with, Listen. with intention. They're like, Senator Choochie. And I'm like, I can't take this seriously. Elan Sleaze Pagano. She Thurpatine. Third scissor, scissor punch. punch. Listen, even if you're like Kit Fisto, what the fuck? Fuck Star Wars is Kit Fisto. Star Wars is fucking stupid. Listen, anybody who doesn't like Star Wars, if someone's like, Star Wars is dumb, look them in the eye and name any of those names. Tell me them. T tell me it's not stupid. Listen, I love Star Wars <laughs> and it's probably the dumbest fucking thing on the planet. Yeah. It's stupid as fuck. Yeah. Star Wars is so stupid that sometimes I hate myself. Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. I like even a little bit that I know Ponda Baba and the Doctor <laughs> Esteban. I don't like that that's in my brain. I don't like that any more than you do. Okay? Star Wars is fucking dumb as shit. Sunder Chuchi? <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. Boss Nass. <laughs> uh, sorry, my favorite. My favorite is that Darth... Do you know what Darth Maul's brother's name is? No. Because he's in Clones, and you, I know you haven't seen Clones. No, what is it? Savage. Opress. Oh, I actually I've heard of that one. I thought Savage Opress was that hot lady. No, Savage Opress is Darth Maul's uh, brother. Who's the hot bald lady with the cutout teeth? Ah, uh, fuck, I forget her name. Uh, but she's great. She's great. She also has a funny name, um, which is like very literal. But no, uh, fuck, I forget her name. But Savage Opress. Whenever somebody's like Star Wars isn't stupid, why are you being such a hater? I'm talking about the person that I'm currently dating. Um, and I was like Savage Opress, and they were like. You know why we um, don't have to talk about that. <laughs> Han, and you're flying solo? 
All right. Well, I guess that's your name now. <laughs> Fucking dumb as shit. Oh, so stupid ass stupid. nonsense. So stupid. Jabba the Hutt. Gar- Gardella the Hutt. Oh, What's that gay hut? What is a gay hut? Remember the gay the gay one? The gay hut? Yes. Hold on. <laughs> I love that we're looking this up. This has turned into a full on tangent about how stupid Star Wars. Gay hut. Zero. Fucking Zero the Hut. Honestly, a better name than anyone else. Better than Jabba. This is Zero the Hut the first gay alien in Star Wars history. That's okay. Well, actually, I was about to say um, C-3PO, but C-3PO is, of course, a droid, not an alien. Yeah. C-3PO's gay. Yeah, so. yeah. Gay Everybody. is gay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not be silly here. <laughs> Any who's in. Any who's in. Um, okay, okay, okay. Um, you feel supported? I do feel supported. Do you feel supported? I feel supported. This is great. Well, Catherine knows that I would murder anyone who tried to harm you. If anything ever happened to me, I'm rest assured, the vengeance, I get the vengeance. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm here for, so Mm -hmm. don't worry. And you know what? Babe, same for you. Okay, yay! That's exciting. I mean, don't do anything stupid, but... No, 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 no. (laughs) Poison and... I got plants. (laughs) We've both been watching murder shows. Yeah, for a very long time. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. All right. Goodbye, well, folks. Uh, listen, uh, thanks, Senator Chuchi. <laughs> Stanley Chuchi looking ass. 